0: If you're looking to connect with somebody that radiates confidence, you're going to want to check out Sierra Holmes. We're chatting with her today about her platform, Eclectic Curves. Through this platform, she creates content, blogs about everything from being a mom to fashion. Eclectic Curves is a site that celebrates differences that make us fabulously unique, Sierra wanted to create a safe place to showcase women of all sizes, colors, and backgrounds. She believes that being eclectic is not only cool, but it's necessary. One of her biggest points is that style should have no size constraints. I'm so excited for you guys to tune into this episode today. Sierra is just amazing and has a heart of gold. She's sharing some challenges that she's been through over the last couple of months, But in general, her confidence and the way that she makes others feel is amazing. Can't wait for you to check it out. You're listening to Indie Wine Chats, where every week we are inspiring the dreamers, doers, and fempreneurs. We're your hosts, Steph and Erica, two Indianapolis natives with roots in the fashion and beauty industry. Each week, we work to empower women with big dreams who are balancing motherhood, entrepreneurship, marriage, and so much more, which is where the wine comes in. We've got our favorite vino, and it's time to tune in for this week's episode. Hey, Indie Wine Chatters. Welcome back to this week's episode. Really excited to have Sierra Holmes on here with us today. Sierra and I have connected through the Indie Blog Society. Erica's connected with her that way as well. Um, So we'll dive into that a little bit. But first, Sierra, I would love for you to just tell our listeners who you are, a little bit about you, what you do, just all of the good things about about your life.
1: Ooh, all the good things about my life. Um, (laughs) Or the bad or you know, whatever. All of it. We want to know your story. I like I like good. Bad's good too though. But we'll get to that. Hey everybody. Um, so, like Steph said, my name is Sierra Holmes. Um, if you may know me from my blog, I have a blog called Eclectic Curves, and that's Curves with a K. Um, I started that blog three years ago this month, actually. So I'm really excited to celebrate that anniversary. Um my blog is all about women empowerment plus-size fashion, lifestyle. I sprinkle in my kids every now and then. But really, it's a safe place for women of all sizes, ages, backgrounds to come and, you know, really just discuss who they are unapologetically and feel good about who they are, whatever their pants size is, which is very important to me. Um, In addition to that, I am a mom of two awesome but hectic children um, who I love more than anything. But they keep me very, very busy. And I have an awesome husband who is my best friend. And we've been together for fifteen years. We were college mm-hmm. sweethearts. So um, you know, together the four of us, we're a real sassy, vivacious, outrageous, super awesome bunch. And um <laughs> like to you know, do a lot of local things. Um, I partner with a lot of local businesses, so it's cool to get the word out about things that they have going on. But then um, you know, one of our one of the most amazing things I think is to um take your kids out to experience the world. So we travel quite a bit, um, taking the kids to new things and new adventures. And then we have the occasional dance party in the living room too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's us. Yeah. That's so- that's so awesome. I love hearing about your family. And so you said, first of all, congratulations on three years of your blog. That's super exciting. Hey, thank you. And you're so welcome. So tell us a little bit about the motivation behind you starting a blog, why you did it. I always love to hear, like, did you just wake up and be like, oh, this is what I want to do? Or were there a series of events that led up to, I want to have my voice on a blog, like kind of kind of walk us through what that looks like for you and why you decided to take that that journey.
1: Yeah, so to be honest, before I started, I really hadn't read many blogs. Um, you know, it wasn't something that I regularly did. I mean, I might pop on a website here or there, you know, and read an article, but there wasn't any particular person or niche that I was um, super drawn to that made me go, oh, like that's what I want to do because I've seen someone else do it. My blog was born out of necessity. <laughs> um, I, before blogging, I worked in fashion retail for about a decade and, um, I was a stylist. I was a manager. Um, and I ended my career in retail, (laughs) excuse me, um, working in a store with several stylists that worked for me and constantly working one-on-one with clients, constantly hearing them talk so badly about their bodies and, um, you know, and it was amazing to me because it was an intimate apparel store. So, I mean, we were really seeing women down to their underwear and, you know, it was, it was just so amazing that women, I think in general, people would see and say, oh my gosh, like you're perfect. You're so beautiful. You're amazing with fine flaws, you know, on their bodies. And then there would be women who of all sizes who would just come up with the smallest things to criticize about themselves. And, um, and that really bothered me because I, you know, I see so many different bodies, so many different women, and I think we're all so beautiful on our own way. And I constantly felt like we were therapists almost to our clients to help remind them of how amazing and beautiful they were. And then I would always get the feedback from my clients like, oh, if I could just be as confident as you, if I could just dress like you, you should just come home and be my stylist. Oh, I, I just wish you would come home and rearrange my closet if I could just have you be my stylist for a day. And I was like, man, you know, like here I am just being me, expressing who I am through fashion that I love at a size 20. And I'm totally good with that. I'm, my confidence is, you know, it's pretty solid and, and that's resonating with my clients. And um, I have a background in writing. I went to school and got my um, bachelor's degree in English and writing. So I've always loved writing. Um, Back in the day, I thought I was going to write, you know, the next best American novel. I'm still working on that 15 years later. (laughs) Um, But so I took my passion for writing and my passion just for women and and self-confidence in general. And I married the two. And that's how Eclectic Curves was born.
0: Wow, that's so cool. I didn't know all of that, Sierra. So that's like a really i I always love jumping on here and interviewing people to actually like because obviously we know each other from seeing each other at events in indie and so forth. but I always love to have a like a deeper conversation about kind of where motivations and paths started, and I think that that's just such an important topic. So tell me a little bit more about the mission behind your blog and how you what you do in Eclectic Curves that allows you to speak to the things that you're passionate about.
1: Yeah. So I, I think the main mission behind the blog is just to allow women to feel comfortable in the skin that they're in, no matter their size, no matter their background, their upbringing. Um, you know, I, I want Eclectic Curves to be a safe place for every woman, um, you know, and what I try to do with my page from my own experiences is to show You know, how important it is to have self-confidence. You know, I try to be very transparent and honest with my readers about times where I haven't had it. I give very vivid examples of, um, you know, struggles I've had with my own image, my own self-image, how I've overcome that. I talk with them about, you know, just dressing for the simplest occasions, but then also full-on glam and showing that you can do full-on glam at a size, now I'm a size 22, um, you know, so showing that you can do full-on glam at a 22 or a 26 or a 28, but that it's also okay to have, you know, a casual look here or there. I um, make sure to sprinkle in, you know, conversations about, relationships, not only relationships with like your significant other, but then also your friendships and how important all of that is in your self-love journey. I use all of my platforms to do that. And, um, you know, I really just try to have a genuine connection with my readers. I always get the feedback that when I talk to them, they feel like, we're friends and I'm sitting in their living room having a conversation with them. And that's what I want. You know, I want to be the girlfriend that reminds you that you're amazing at whatever size, whatever you've been through. You're amazing. You need to sit in that. You need to love yourself along the journey. I want to be that girlfriend because when I look back, at you know 15 year old Sierra there just weren't a lot of images of that out in the world there weren't a lot of women who looked like me sounded like me had hair like me had my skin tone were my size were apple shaped that were saying hey all of this is beautiful so I want to do that girl
2: I love that I love that so much I feel like you're like so like motivating, just like listening. Cause yeah, I mean, I, like Jeff said, I didn't really know all of these things and I always love hearing people's motivation behind what they do. we talk so much about like, what is your why? And I think once you know your why, it gives you such a clear vision and clear path for what you want to do. And when you're so passionate about that, people can see it and people can relate to you. And they, you can be, like you said, that girlfriend in people's lives that just come around them and, and boost them and build them up, which I think the world needs more of.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: So, yes. And so I, I, I always love hearing, hearing all those stories. So tell me, like, what do you think has been the hardest thing? Like, have you had a hard time sometimes, like, you're going through a rough patch in your own personal life? Like, how do you push through that to be able to give your readers, your followers, what they think they need or what you think they need, while at the same time feeling like you're struggling?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said I try to be transparent, um, you know, with as much as I can be with my readers. I'm mean, I'm going through a huge challenge right now. Um, you know, I had a huge fall in January and I broke my leg and it totally changed my perspective. On everything, because I mean, I literally couldn't move. Um, I'm a very ambitious, very outgoing, very busy person. I'm always at events, I'm always doing shoots. I have two jobs, two kids, a husband. I'm just a very busy person. And all of that came to a halt um, as soon as I fell. Um, And it was, and that was the initial shock. But then, you know, in the weeks following, I realized the fallout of not being able to drive, not being able to walk, really needing to lean in on my support system. Um, You know, all of that is a challenge when you're very ambitious and you're used to doing a lot of those things for yourself. So that's been a constant challenge, an obstacle I've been overcoming, but I decided to let my readers in on that journey because I knew I wasn't the only one who was going through that. And I think as an influencer, you really have an obligation to use your platform to talk about things like that, because you have no idea what your readers are going through and what you have to say resonates with them and it can end up helping them. And, um, by doing so, Oh my gosh, the floodgates just really opened and I have gotten so many messages and so much support from people who have also gone through an injury or are going through an an injury who needed to hear that, you know, Life still goes on. Who needed to see me put on like a cool dress and go take a photo shoot with a boot on? I mean, I I, I thought you know <laughs> you just show people like I really did break my leg. Instead, <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a lot of feedback like I cannot believe you look so good and you broke your leg. And, and it just was fun, <laughs> um, to just have people care, you know, about your well being. And um, and then in that same you know photo that I showed of me you know, trying to look super fabulous with the broken leg. I was like, you know, just to be honest, 30 minutes after the shoot, I was in a ball of tears because it was very overwhelming to me to be out and about and be so vulnerable. And that resonates with them too. So I try to take the good with the bad, which is why earlier I said, we'll get to that a little bit later. I think there's definitely good in the bad. Um, And you want to show that to your readers because, you know, everybody has challenges. I, yes, girl. Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> we all have <laughs> And I think when we have these social media platforms and our websites and our blogs, people forget that we are real humans. Like yeah. we do these shoots and we have these partners and all of the things that go into influencer marketing. But then people are like, "Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. You d- you do struggle, or you do break your leg. You know, like it's it's not like we're." immune to the to bad things in life happening or challenges in life happening to us so i think that it's really cool that you were able to share all of those pieces with your audience through throughout this process and it doesn't sound like it's over for you like this sounds like it is <laughs> an involved healing situation
1: yeah we're definitely not over um it's definitely not over but i will say that every day i'm i'm feeling stronger and you know i it's a new normal, I think, Um, you know, just learning how to do things differently. I've learned a lot about my body. I've learned a lot about how strong I really am. And, um, and that's really amazing, you know, um, to be in your 30s and learn something very new about yourself. I waited until I was in my 30s to break a bone. And um, (laughs) (laughs) so I didn't have any experience with this before. And it's really, it's really been kind of amazing how awesome our bodies are and it's helped me to appreciate my body even more. I think that's that's really awesome.
2: I love hearing that because I think sometimes we are, like you said, you've experienced when you were working in a retail environment, being a stylist, every woman, every size, every background, every age, always find things about their body, obviously that they don't love or that they're embarrassed by or they wish they could change. And I, I think when you can realize certain things that your body does, like, even though, like, this is so not an ideal situation to have your Mm leg broken, but like you said, the fact that you realize, like, how strong your body is through this, it's like, when you have a baby, and you think about all the things your body went through, and yes, like, my body now is so different than what it was, you know, pre-4 kids, and I have stretch marks, and loose skin, and scars, Oh yeah, and it used to, like, you know, really bother me, but then when I realized, like, you know what, like, my body literally carried human beings inside of it and I am now looking at our our children like what a beautiful thing that our body does and even if you haven't had children there's so many things that your body goes through whether that's physical or whether that's emotionally or whatever that looks like if you can take the time to focus on what things your body has done and not things that your body is lacking or wish were different, I think it really can change your, your perspective. And I know you talked so much about confidence. So what are, what are some things you tell, you know, when you were a stylist or even now with your blog that you kind of try to remind women of like how to find their own confidence because it does look different for everybody?
1: Yeah, it definitely does. I'm so happy you shared um, two examples of other ways that, gosh, we are just awesome. Women are just so amazing, the things that we can do. <laughs> I always love talking about that because it's, it's just remarkable how remarkable we really are. But, um, yeah, some of the things that I talk about, you know, on the blog and that have helped me and then I tell other people, um, you know, is really like, it's the simplest thing, but it's reciting affirmations. Um, you know, I think that's really important and, and it looks differently for everyone on my blog. I have a post, um, that, Discusses like the seven top affirmations you should be telling yourself today, and um, you know one of them is I am worthy of love. You know, and just you know, it may sound silly to look your look in the mirror and say to yourself I am worthy of love, but it's not. Um, you know, spoiler alert, it is not silly to do that, and it really does help to change your perspective. So whether you're saying I'm worthy of love, my body is beautiful, um, I absolutely love my hair. Today, I'm going to kill it. Whatever you need to tell yourself. I always tell people, get post-its out, get a marker, honey, and just start putting (laughs) affirmations all around your mirror. (laughs) It starts around your house or wherever and just start saying them to yourselves and you will start to believe them. And they really help to hold me accountable, you know, to remembering to put myself first, Um, which is hard when you're, when you wear 20,000 hats, you know, it's really hard, especially being a mom You know, the kids are constantly at the forefront of everything that I do. But I, you know, I'm realizing and I'm still going through it. I mean, I always tell people I'm a work in progress. Lord knows I do not have it all figured out. But I'm realizing that if I don't take care of myself, I can't be 100 percent for them. So part of that is loving myself wherever I'm at on the journey. You know, I may want to lose a few more pounds or I may want to get more organized or maybe I want to do this or that, but I still have to love myself throughout the process because if I don't, I'm not being my own best friend and I have to be my own best friend first. (laughs) So, um, you know, definitely affirmations has been, you know, a huge push for me and I try to tell other people to do the same um, because it just helps to change the lens on how you look at things.
0: I love that you brought up affirmations, Sierra, because I think so often we forget that it's okay to like have these kind of awkward conversations with ourselves, but they're so necessary to our self-love journeys and also seeing affirmations throughout our house, whether it's in our bathrooms or our bedrooms or like wherever they might be. I have a goal to someday have an affirmation, like a little... My, my friend Allie does like calligraphy and I want to put little like squares in all of our rooms that have different affirmations on them so that anytime anyone walks any place in our house, they will be yeah. reminded of how cool and awesome they are. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I think that that's such an important way for you to be able to connect with people and just to be able to share what self-love looks like and how that has worked for you through those self-affirmations. You talk, Sierra, about your readers. And I I like that term and I want to focus on it for a minute because you don't call them like followers. And I think it's because you know that being an influencer is bigger than just the Instagram sphere. So mm-hmm. I'd love if you could speak to that a little bit um, and having, you know, all of the things that go into influencer marketing aside from just Instagram.
1: Oh, okay. So, you know, as far as calling you know, my audience, my readers, um, you know, I think it's, you know, I call them that or my audience or whatever. It's because we've built a connection. Um, and yeah, I mean, they do follow me on all of these platforms, but you know, I'm, I'm probably following them back and we're having conversations and we're building relationships and I'm learning a little bit more about them as they're learning more about me. And, um, I, I think that's, the special sauce is when you really kind of develop this working relationship with your um, with your audience, and that's what makes it so magical um, when you get responses from you know the people who are reading the blog post or Instagram post or Facebook post or watched the live, when they're going through all of these channels to keep up with you and they're commenting and they're engaging with you, engaging back, you learn a lot about them, you know. I've I have so many people who have found me on these platforms. We're now Facebook friends, or we've had dinner, or I know their kids, you know. And it, it's kind of evolved um, to a bigger community than just than just saying someone is a follower. Um, so that's a little bit on that. As far as you know, other aspects of did you say it's just social media marketing outside of Instagram? Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: Influencer marketing in general, outside of just Instagram.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Instagram's great. I mean, it's a cool visual platform. I love Instagram for the visual side. I'm one of those people who I truly go on Instagram to be visually inspired. Um, So I like to use that platform for that. But there are so many other ways to really engage with your readers. And so I wouldn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and I don't. I mean I'm on, I'm on so many different platforms. But then outside of that too, like I just spoke to, you know, part of building that long-term connection and community is meeting people outside of digital. <laughs> you know, um so, you know, meet and greets or going to dinner or, you know, just building community with people who are in the industry, it's very important that you kind of have all of those things going on to build a stronger connection with your audience.
2: Yeah, I think that's so important. I love what you said about like, that's like the special sauce, because I think too, like if you have any type of retail background, which, you know, I have, I have, and Seth has, I think you learn to, when you're working retail, you're forced to like talk to people and build relationships with your clients, customers, whatever. And so I think you can take that into whatever social platform you're on because it is more than just a screen and following and liking and commenting. It is about forming those real relationships. And I think that's why the people who, you know, support your journey can really relate to you because it's not just a one-sided thing. It's definitely something that you're giving to them. They're giving to you. You're willing to learn from them because they're learning from you. And I just think that that's so important Mm -hmm. in this space of this digital world that we live in, because it's so easy to get lost behind the screen and forget that like on the other side of that is a real person who's got their own struggles or, you know, whatever that looks like. And I think if you can really remember that and, and pour into them and let them pour into you, it can be such a beautiful place of more than just marketing or more than just a place to like promote things. And I think it can be a real place of being positive and being able to make a difference in someone's life. And I think I try to remember that on my own platform, that it's more mm-hmm. than just those, those small things. Like if I can make a difference in one person's life and be relatable to where they feel like I've encouraged them or, or whatever that looks like, then I feel like it's, it's all worth it. Yes. And so I, I just think that that's, so, so important. I love that you are so behind that as well. Just really making those connections with people to where they feel like you guys are already friends, even if you've never met.
1: Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think, I think that's so important. Um, You know, like building connections, building relationships, even if you haven't met, you know, and then you meet somebody. And it's so funny because there, I have a lot of local followers and we'll, we'll spend a lot of time talking through social and, you know, going back and forth and engaging and then I'll see them in public and, you know, and they'll come up to me and I feel like we've known each other forever, <laughs> you know, we've already <laughs> built these relationships and I'm like, oh, this is actually our first time meeting in public. Oh, that's cool. But hey, how are your kids? I see you just took them to such and such place, you know, and, and it's, yes. awesome. you know, I think, I think that's one of the cool things about, you know, being so open on digital is that you get to Really, kind of tag along and experience other people's lives, and I think that's cool, um, but there's also you know a responsibility that comes with that, you know as an influencer um you know and one of the one of the times that I really understood this is when my babysitter started following me online um you know, and I was like man i have a, I have such a responsibility to be you know transparent but also you know motivating and uplifting and I want I want to make sure that I am giving her you know at the time she was 17 and you know and she was plus size and I just thought oh my gosh like that is so me you know 15 years ago and I need to be the girl for her that I needed when I was her age and I mean, just that kind of grounds me and helps to remind me of why I do what I do, why I say what I say online, you know, and why I'm so for women empowerment.
0: Sarah, you exude confidence. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. it's <sighs> amazing. Just talking to you, I'm like, wow, I feel good. I feel good Yay. about it because you just like have... Like I seriously <laughs> have chills. <shown. laughs> yeah. Like you just have this way about you of, of making people feel just good in their skin and who they are. And I think that that's such a special gift you have because not everybody, not everybody has that. So kudos to you, girlfriend. It's pretty amazing.
2: Well, thank you. And kudos to sharing it, to sharing it with the world too. I mean, in such a positive and and beautiful way that you do it. I'm just like over here, literally like I have chills and I'm feeling like so motivated and so excited. Like you just have like this natural like encouragement and this light about you, which is just like we definitely need more of. So I I just really appreciate all the things you've had to say, all these little like nuggets of wisdom that I think we can kind of forget about and, and can get lost. Like with what you said about your your babysitter, and I I think I have to remind myself that with like my my girls. Like eventually my girls are going to be old enough to like follow me on social media yeah. platforms, and am I going to be proud? of what they're seeing. And I think that's where, like, that's, like, where I try to stay grounded. Like, are my kids going to be embarrassed, like, if their friends are following me someday? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Maybe I won't be relevant by the time that happens. But if they were to do that, like, what am I putting out there? What I want my girls to follow me? Am I putting out there in the world things that I think would be of value and an an encouragement to them? And I think that's so cool that you're like, you know, looking at yourself when you were 15 and for you now trying to be that light to somebody else that you wish you had is just like, being like light bulb, like, yes, like that's what you need to be. That's what you need to be looking for. And I just think that that's really beautiful. Well, thanks. Thank you so much.
0: Sarah, if you could give one piece of advice to a woman that is walking through maybe a difficult time in her life, or she's not happy in her own skin, or she's just really feeling challenged,
1: what would that advice be? Hmm. You know, um... You know, I'm going to take it back to um, one of the affirmations that I tell myself on a daily basis, you know, as someone who's currently going through, you know, a pretty big challenge. And, you know, we all have different things that we deal with on a daily basis. We, we carry so much with us. Um, but one of the things that I try to keep at the top of my mind, and it's hard to do, I just try to do it. And I just say to myself, today, I'm just going to be my best self possible. That's all I can give. You know, that's all I can do is just be my best self. If that means that today my best self is remembering to put my hair up in a bun and put on yoga pants and, you know, get one load of laundry done or prop my leg up for two hours because I need to decrease swelling or make dinner for the first time in six weeks, whatever it is, you know, if that's all that I can do and that's my best self that day, I have to be okay with that. You know, so really like telling yourself, I can only do what I can do, being okay with that, not feeling guilty about that, um, you know, I think is is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Because again, it goes back to being your own best friend. Like if you can't give yourself that love, if you can't do that first, you really can't expect anybody else to do that. And it really doesn't matter if it's coming from somebody else if you don't feel it. So, um, you know, just be your own best self one day at a time, be your own best friend.
0: Yes.
2: I love that. Especially the one day at a time. Cause I think we can like get into our own heads and be like, oh my gosh, like everything's so overwhelming. How am I going to get from point A to point B? And I think if you can just like know that day by day, like, okay, here's today, here's what I can do today. Did I do my best? I mean, heck, like I say that to my kids, like when they go off to school, like do your best today, do your best today. Like, I feel like I need to tell that to myself. And I think that's so true because you can get very overwhelmed looking at sometimes this huge picture, but if you can take it day by day and realize like, if I can give my absolute best today, and that may be different tomorrow, then I I can be proud of that. And so, yeah, I I really, really love that. Yeah. I mean, go
1: ahead. Oh, I'm just going to say like we always have like 100 things on our to-do list, you know, and, it, and we <laughs> always want to get them all done. But the reality is not all of us can really do that, you know, and, and especially if you're really ambitious and you or you're really hard on yourself and you see all those things that you need to get done, sometimes putting it into perspective of this is what I can do. This is what I can do and do well. And I need to be OK with that. I think it just kind of helps to change your perspective and it'll help you to be kinder to yourself.
0: I could not agree more with you, Sierra. This episode has been so good. And I think all of the listeners are going to walk away feeling good and inspired. Hopefully try some self-affirmations. And I just feel like they gained so much from listening to you. One question that we like to ask every guest that comes on Any Wine Chats, it's been a minute since we've had anybody on here, but I know (laughs) we like to ask, what is one thing that you're dreaming about and one thing that you are doing to reach that dream.
1: Oh man. Um, let's see. I'm going to go short term because this is all I can think about right now. I am dreaming of putting my toes in the sand. Um, <laughs> and, and that may seem like, oh, you know, like, yeah, everybody wants to go on vacation, but I'm suffering from a leg injury and it's actually really challenging to walk in sand after a leg break. Um, so uh, what I'm doing to get there is I am bossing out physical therapy and um, doing everything in my power to be as strong as I can um, for this upcoming beach trip that we do have coming up. And um, I will put my toes in the sand and I will walk on the sand. So I am putting that out there. I'm putting that, I'm affirming that that is happening, but that is what I'm dreaming of. I'm dreaming of waves crashing and my toes in the sand.
0: Oh, I love it. I, I love that. Like you're going to do it. And I'm so
1: excited for you.
0: Tell us where so we can find you, where everyone can follow along with your journey, where they can come to just feel so good about themselves. Yes,
1: where they can come and just say, hey, girl, hey. Um, you can find. <laughs> On, so my blog is eclecticcurves.com, and that's E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C-K-U-R-V-E-S.com. And then you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, all at Eclectic Curves, spelled the same way. Yay! We'll put okay. that in the show notes, too. That way everybody can go check you
0: out, and we'll post on our Instagram as well. But, Sierra, thank you so much for being on here today. You killed it girl. Well, thanks for having me guys. Of course. Of
2: course. we loved having you a part of this. I think our followers are going to love hearing what you have to say. I'm like feeling so good. So thank you for taking time out of your day to chat with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Cheers. Well, cheers for that. Yeah. Cheers.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to Indie Wine Chats this week. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love to hear from you. Leaving us a review helps other listeners find us and tune in too. Know someone who should be a guest on the show? Head to Indie Wine Chats to fill out our contact form. And you can also check out today's show notes and resources we want you to have. We'll see you next week, Wine Chatters. Cheers.